Hello everybody, how y'all doing? My name is Julio G. Centron. Welcome to the Ship and Salsa podcast. I hope that every single one of you has been having an amazing day. We're going to open up today with open ocean experience as far as Sea of Thieves. I am a video gamer. I primarily stream what is Sea of Thieves on Twitch, an amazing open world game that consists of pirates and people primarily. So... With that being said, I wanted to share, I feel like it was completely just like I had to share my open ocean experience, especially the part where I was actually in the military, in the Navy, and I was actually out in the ocean for a long time. I want to let you guys know what I went through as well as in my youth, because I am from Puerto Rico, so there's a lot of water in there. There's there's a lot of water surrounding it. There's a lot of stuff that was actually um i was lucky enough to say to be seen like I, I could actually go scuba diving and do a whole bunch of stuff that i really want to share you share with you guys and so uh that's going to be the subject of today how you doing sushi mi amor how you doing ruby rum rum welcome in my friend how you doing kels <laughs> hey if you guys want to go ahead and share your experiences just again i remind everybody i do have a discord where you guys actually can join into the voice channel and contribute your own 10 cents on any topic that would go on in ship and salsa so i do have a server specifically for ship and salsa but if you're in all of nebula servers the one that i uh stream on twitch with y'all are more than welcome to just dm me and i'll get you in so open ocean experiences first off if i'm a sea of thieves video gamer i gotta ask you guys anybody that's watching right now what other mythical creatures what other ocean monsters do you guys think that they should add to sea of thieves that was the very first question that i thought to myself um, for anybody that hasn't played Sea of Thieves, just to let you know, in that game, you're going to experience an incredibly realistic ocean. You, you can actually sail through it as a pirate. And in that experience, you can come across a Megalodon, a Kraken, which was absolutely terrifying the very first time that, that I found one. Or it found me, better yet. And uh, just ship skelly ships, basically a Davy Jones type of thing where they come up and they just start shooting at you and they're like the undead. You can you can actually find all of that stuff in the open ocean of Sea of Thieves. But it's just two creatures that I've seen, mythical creatures, big ones primarily in Sea of Thieves, which is the Kraken and the Megalodon, other than mermaids and sirens, which are also included there. But I wanted to get feedback from you guys. What other stuff do you guys feel that they should add to Sea of Thieves as far as the legends go? Because the, that's the beauty of, of a video game. You can actually experience anything in it. It's all up to your creativity, your imagination. So while you guys say that, I also want to say, not Slim Shady, welcome in, my friend. I hope that you've been having a wonderful day, good sir. Kraken from Main Voyage scared the bejesus out of me. The first time seeing it, I was, I was rolling into some PvE. The Kraken was absolutely terrifying. I feel like the reason why the mythical creatures in Sea of Thieves are absolutely terrifying is because of how realistic the actual water is in Sea of Thieves. So you feel, even when you dive in, like you're going to have a full-on experience with, well, primarily a shark or stuff like that at the beginning. You don't really absolutely know what's up there, but you have to find out. And once you're a seasoned like pirate in Sea of Thieves, you know. 
but um, at the beginning, it was absolutely terrifying, so I agree with you. Oh, thank you for the follow. Oh, Ashcraft, how you doing, my friend? Thank you for the follow. <laughs> Welcome in. How spectacular it would be to see massive whale-like beasts that swim through the clouds as elegantly as through the waters. Most definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. There's a whole bunch of possibilities. I actually have a list of 50 mythical creatures that we could actually talk about. Um, that number one is actually the Loch Ness Master, but I don't know if they should add that type of thing, but there's sea serpents, there's a whole bunch of the Kraken, the mermaids. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't even know existed. Um, wow, there are there way too many. Look at up 50 of them. The Leviathan is something that we can actually add, but I would feel like it's, it's it might be a little bit too big of a scale. But with all these possibilities, I wanted to share with you guys my own real life open ocean experiences. And if you guys have anything to say about that, let me know, because it's only in the real life that we find a true inspiration that gets us the right type of imagination to create a video game and add to it. If it wasn't for real life pirates and the concept of piracy, Sea of Thieves wouldn't have been possible. It would have never existed because it's all based off real life. So I wanted to share my real life experiences. And if you guys got any concept or ideas in your minds that you want to share, make sure to really, really, really DM it. Just really shoo, shoo the idea out. Just make sure to write it on paper. God knows we can make something happen as far as like putting a message out there and maybe somebody with the right influence can actually help us out and make a mythical monster appear in Sea of Thieves other than the ones we've already seen. You never know. Uh, t -t 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 space. Whales would be absolutely amazing. Leviathan, I think... Yeah, that that would be a little bit too much. I would feel that would be a little bit too much, but yeah. Hey, how you doing, J-Dog? Okay, so a lot of you don't don't know a lot about my life in Puerto Rico, but just in case I y'all didn't know, I am from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is an island in the Caribbean that is surrounded by water, and so in my youth, I actually had a lot of experiences that involved scuba diving. And it was absolutely amazing. Like it was incredible. Uh, there's a company called Patty that actually certifies you. And um, if you get certified for scuba diving, you're going to, although it's a little bit expensive, it's a li I would say just a little bit expensive. It's an experience that I invite you all to try at least once. You actually don't need a license to scuba dive. You just need this the right supervision. You do need a license to go past 30 feet from what I remember. J-Dog, I had a blast with you yesterday, by the way, side note. But whenever you go scuba diving, you're going to find, depending on the places that you're at, certain types of animals, creatures, experiences. And I really, really had so much fun because I came across really scary situations. It, it, they were really, really scary situations. I'm going to start with the first one. Whenever you are... In the Virgin Islands, I think it was Saint Th Saint Th Saint Thomas, if I'm not mistaken. Whenever you go to Saint Thomas, there's actually a time of year or, or just a moment where groups of jellyfish, like huge amount of groups, you don't get intimidated by one jellyfish. Whenever you see the type that I'm telling you, they're just small ones. But whenever you see 
<laughs> a group of hundreds of jellyfish actually coming across the top of the water. It's really scary whenever you were in the water and you didn't notice that they were just grouping up around you up until the point that you're swimming in a sea of jellyfish. That actually happened to me once in St. Thomas, I believe. And a lot of people don't know this. The jellyfish that don't really sting, the, the ones that they all sting a little bit, right? But the ones that aren't like huge, the really dangerous ones, don't do this with them. But the small little jellyfish you find by the beach, you can actually pick them up and they won't sting you. So apparently this side of the hand, this side of the skin, it's really sensitive, this side of the body. But whenever you actually grab it with the palm of your hand, eat from down up, even the tentacles, they none of it will actually sting you. You can actually pick them up and they're just like a big little jelly blob on your hand. And it's a super cool experience. And God knows the Sea of Thieves, we can actually have something like that. Um, ditto my man, the chicken survived and was sold for a pretty penny. I remember we had a chicken yesterday in that whole adventure. I was so happy. I was so happy we had a pet through it all. My lord. But yeah, guys, whenever I went scuba diving, I actually went through a whole meadow of like little jellyfish and stuff like that. What if they were like a big jellyfish monster or something like that in the, in the Sea of Thieves? That would be interesting. Or the shark experience. I actually swam in the direction of a shark when I was scuba diving and it was we all got a little bit paralyzed I think it was about four of us three of us three of us we got a little bit paralyzed but that's why you need a scuba diving instructor with you it wasn't a great white shark you know what I mean it wasn't like some a megalodon what, what I'm talking about is like a six foot six foot shark and it was just five five foot to six foot and it was just swimming towards us i have never been so scared underneath the water like i would scream the same way as if as if a great white shark would attack me or if a little piece of algae would touch my foot by the beach <laughs> so with that being said actually seeing a shark swimming towards me was absolutely terrifying and the instructor's reaction was it's really easy there's a real real easy solution to this whenever you see a shark swimming at you you just swim the other way <laughs> and it was the funniest thing in the world i swear uh to hear that because i was i was absolutely terrified and to just say like i just run <laughs> it was terrifying but I feel like the small sharks, the megalodons, and all that in Sea of Thieves was amazing. All the all those additions were real. Like it was realistic whenever I saw it for the first time. Not the meg, but the small sharks. They were pretty cool. That was actually a really really cool concept in Sea of Thieves. I think they nailed it. Um. Other than that, I also went through an experience scuba diving with debt with like real debt so we went i think it was like 96 feet underwater and there's something that happens that a lot of people don't know of if after you go after i think it was 110 feet or it was around the 90s if i'm not mistaken after you go that debt down scuba diving there is literally a point i'm talking about three feet of a difference where you could get in a way drunk uh, you react 
drunk. You just straight up go from com being completely fine to having all of the effects of too much grog or alcohol while scuba diving. And I remember my instructor, he actually told us that one time he went through that. And then whenever he dove that deep, they got drunk and they they just were flailing around. They were just having fun, laughing and all that. And he didn't realize that he was running out of air. <laughs> Funny air pressure and stuff. Yeah, the air pressure increases. I guess you need that's why you need special equipment after a certain point. Um, because the type of air that you have in your tank is actually different. It's not it's not just regular oxygen. It's, it's different. So you can't you can't be playing around with that. But he just straight up almost ran out of air. It was uh it was pretty it was pretty uh, it was a cool experience for him to tell me, but definitely terrifying for him to live for sure to live through. How you doing, Freckled? Welcome in, my friend. With Freckled being here, I want to let everybody know if y'all had had any Sea of Thieves or real life open ocean experiences that you guys might want to share in the near in the past like it happened lately or happened long ago definitely let me know i know that when i was in puerto rico there was a lot of interaction with the beach and the ocean and all that and i feel like it was necessary for me to express that us as gamers we're in the virtual ocean all the time right so i feel like i should share all these stories that i've had the salty stories because sailing around going under the water and actually like going into ships and stuff like that like i was in the military navy for for some time now and so i went on deployments and all that and it's always been like a part of my life and i realized there's a lot of people that have never even seen the beach never seen the beach and I, I, it blew my mind. Like, I couldn't believe it at first, but then I, I believed it. And I, I, it's, it's amazing to me that there's so many people that have not even seen the beach. It's pretty crazy. Open ocean, no. Beach, occasionally. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. The beach, beach experience is also welcome, basically. I, more than anything, say the open ocean one, because I feel like us as Sea of Thievers... We can relate, or we can basically try to make these stories relatable to Sea of Thieves. To see what we can change. See what we can add in Sea of Thieves. Right, because I feel like there's a lot of people that have been saying a lot of things about what we can add in the actual ocean as creatures, mythical creatures and stuff like that. And I wanted to tackle that just a little bit. And so, I've been saying that we had the crack in the Megalodon... I feel like sea serpents is like, there's certain mythical creatures like legends that are like big sea serpents. We can add that to Sea of Thieves as well. And uh, I've already shared my experiences with sharks, jellyfish, and stuff like that. So if you guys have any ideas on what we can contribute in Sea of Thieves as far as what should we add to it, definitely let me know or your personal experiences on it. Um, one of the most memorable though experiences that i've had as scuba diving and i believe that this is like the biggest one i've had we went 90 it straight up felt like the sunken kingdom we went about 96 feet under it was the most that i've ever been in my life and i was with this group of scuba divers right and it's it's really scary because whenever you go down whenever you scuba dive right whenever you go down if you're in the open ocean, 
If you guys have ever been there, when you look down and it's that deep, it's exactly like the game, which is something that blew my mind. You you don't see anything. It's just blue. It, that's it. It's just a whole bunch of blue. And I I never thought that when I went down deep in the ocean, just 15 feet, about 15 to 20 feet under, whenever you looked up, it was also blue. So whenever you looked down and up, you felt like you were in nothingness. It was all blue. That's why you actually have a, a tool to let you know that you're swimming either up and down because you get so disoriented. You think that you could follow the bubbles, right? <laughs> but no, you actually can get so disoriented that you can swim sideways and you think that you're, you're like going up or you think that you're going down. It was actually a really, really eye-opening experience. But I'm gonna let you know, as somebody that's actually been scuba diving and out in open ocean and all that, Sea of Thieves really nailed that part. Whenever you actually jump off the ship, take a moment, instead of just catching a mermaid, you're used to all that, right? Actually look down and really try to think about what you would do if you'd be floating there. And that, that looks real. That is seriously what you would be seeing if it were an open ocean. Minus all the video game stuff, right? And whenever I went down, I remembered I was, I was pretty young and I, I didn't know the importance of a wetsuit. <laughs> and so whenever I would go down, I actually would feel okay without the wetsuit. So I went down and everybody had a wetsuit and I didn't. And whenever we reached 96 feet I remember that everybody just wanted to go and kneel on the floor so we can kind of like recap as a group down there to make sure that we see everything that's beautiful and worth seeing down there when I when my knees touched down I did not realize that there was a coral named the fire coral went up straight through my bathing suit, went up my leg. And that thing, if it touches you, it burns the believing Jesus out of you. So I took off my air regulator and I just screamed at 96 feet. I was about to swim up desperately, which was really, really dangerous. But thankfully, the instructor that I was with grabbed me by the fins that we were having like uh, the fins in spanish we would call it chapaletas but he grabbed me by and pulled me down and made me calm down and i swear the whole experience left me respecting so much just the little details that you really really have to pay attention to when you're that deep down underwater because anything could be your end like you're 96 feet underwater you will not be able to swim up to catch a breath that can't happen and if you do you're gonna get something called uh, i think it was suds spuds suds suds i'm pretty sure it's suds where you get bubbles in your system and if it reaches your heart you're gonna you can die and it's because of the fact that you're not breathing like the Benz. Thank you, the Benz. Wow, that was nowhere close. I was thinking straight up of the Netflix series. <laughs> the Benz, thank you. And so the Benz is whenever you go up way too fast, 
And if you do, there's different type of atmospheres underneath the water. You can actually have air bubbles created in your bloodstream. And if that reaches your heart, you got to think of your heart as a pump. It can actually kill you. Very, very surely kill you. And so, thank God my instructor, my instructor actually pulled me down. Because uh, as soon as he did, he just told me to put some sand on it and just toughen up. And I, I did. Whenever I came up, half of my leg was just a burn victim. Like straight up, my leg, some of my leg looked like the beginning of Deadpool. <laughs> it was really bad, but that was such an experience. Even with that little setback, the fact that we went down 96 feet, I can now tell the story. And so I'm really happy that I do things like that because regardless of the little dangers here and there, you can tell stories. And that's why piracy is like so incredible to me because nowadays we don't go through anything compared to what people in those ships back then would go through. And it's just so amazing to me because whenever I play Sea of Thieves, we really underestimate what our pirates go through. And there's no sword lunging, there's no snipers, there's no stuff like that. But just sailing from one point to the other actually would take days no shower no nothing if we straight up met our real life sea of thieves characters those people would stink they would reek they'd have no teeth flies everywhere salty as salty <laughs> so i kind of get to thinking like why shouldn't i talk about the open ocean experience you know, it's something that really like the virtual the games that we play come out of reality. And so I really want to share my stories with you guys. Each time diving to a shipwreck that I can't see above the water. So very spooky. Oh, yeah. And you know what I found out in the little facts that I've actually looked up. For now, there are over, if I'm not mistaken, three million shipwrecks that we know of but i'll go ahead and go through this with you guys fact number one out of 13 that you guys might have not known about the deep sea the deepest part of the ocean is approximately 36,200 feet it's 11,030 meters deep so to get there you basically got to prepare as if you're going into space because the amount of pressure that is down there can just kill uh, obviously do you don't even have you don't have to go half that deep and you'll you you can die because of the pressure so that is absolutely interesting that is super incredibly intimidating mariana's trench is that the one okay that's a mariana trench Thirty-six thousand two hundred feet guys holy moly i did not know about this one the ocean is actually full of black holes I did not know about that one. And truly nothing escapes them. So obviously the concept of a black hole is probably what it's trying to say. But it can let you know that something, for example, like the Bermuda Triangle and stuff like that. It, it If you guys believe in all that. Because apparently the Bermuda Triangle, I remember that there's so many unexplained situations. I think up to date, if I'm not mistaken. But... The Bermuda Triangle was where a lot of planes, ships, so many things disappeared. It was just not normal. And I don't think it was explained today to this date, but I'm not too sure. 
And yes, I totally agree. Black hole, uh, like define black hole in this particular case is what I'm talking about. It's probably just a whole bunch of pressure being sucked into a particular part of the ocean. But for you to define something as a black hole has to be in insane. It has to be amazing. Maybe in Sea of Thieves, we can put something like that. We don't have anything else but the storm. What if there is another server type world we can go into Sea of Thieves if a black hole would happen in Sea of Thieves in the form of water. Like we're in the ocean and all of a sudden we see something getting in the water, the whole ocean getting sucked down to a particular point. What if Sea of Thieves could actually implement something like that as an idea, right? That would run through it. That would be absolutely amazing to me. I know that we, I would be thrilled to see all that. Hydrothrome, Hydro, I'm going to be okay. Hydrothermal vents, also known as deep sea vents, can reach up to 700 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm pretty sure we all been to the ashen side of the world, so no surprise there. The ocean can literally crush you. Yep. Uh, okay, there we go. Kels, for your statement, it's estimated that there are approximately 3 million, 3 million shipwrecks at the bottom of the ocean. 3 million that we know of. That's insane. Three million ships. Ships, not boats. At the bottom of the ocean. Just how much stuff do you think that is down there, by the way? Including the whole Titanic jewel. Which, I'm still pissed off about that. I, I'm not gonna... I, I haven't told on anybody, but I got pissed off at the old lady whenever she actually dropped that jewel in the back of the Titanic before they would go back home. I, I, got, I got pretty mad at her. I, I was hoping to jump in myself to go get it. But we'll leave it at that. Colossal squids do in fact exist, true? Okay, here's another one. Deep sea dragon, fish, and vampire squids are also real and terrifying creatures that can be found in the ocean. So as I said before, real life mythical creatures, real life creatures actually inspire us to add things to Sea of Thieves. What if a deep sea dragon, fish, or vampire squid uh, could actually be added into it? I know I would love to see one. At least a sea dragon, right? As a world event, as something of the sort. We already got great white sharks. This one's pretty interesting, Kells, actually. Just one millimeter of ocean water can contain approximately 10 million viruses. Just before you go swimming, just remember if you, uh, you gotta... You gotta shower off right after. <laughs> Uh, I think the rest we more or less know. And finally, more than 80% of the ocean remains unexplored to this day. 80%. Ah, I appreciate you, Julian. <laughs> How you doing, brother? I hope that you're doing good. I absolutely loved your music, bro. Today, we've just been talking about a little bit of my experiences in the, in the open ocean and how... If we are in Sea of Thieves so much, we get all of our inspiration from real-life events, real-life history, right? So I was thinking, why not talk just a little bit about what you guys feel that would be good ideas for Sea of Thieves? So far, we've uh, I've shared a few things about like some jellyfish that I've had uh, that I've been swimming through and all that. They're absolutely scary. What if we could implement that? Or... Um, 
certain little rules that would happen for example if you dive down to the sunken kingdom in real life you would actually get drunk after 110 feet so what if you start adding like realistic rules to the game that more or less pertain to to real people and sea of thieves what if you would make something like that you know would it take away the fun aspect of it that'd be cool yeah, I, honestly, yeah. In my opinion, if you start putting little rules here and there for Sea of Thieves that would make it a little bit more realistic, I feel like in the game, what we enjoy the most is the ocean, is the water. It's, it's like if the realistic water that we have in the game, just picture it not being what it is. And so what if we start adding different aspects? Like, for example, our ship. Maybe if we take a little bit of freedom from all the different things that you could do on the ship, we could actually use real life rules as far as you know as far as people what they've gone through the things that could happen and we implement it in the game like for example maybe you can actually belong to a crew more than two people on one ship you would still control the amount of people on the server but what if all of a sudden you get like a stone well a stone uh, a stowaway well we do get tuckers all the time don't we <laughs> different reason though but maybe there there's a cool there's a good reason to be a stowaway there's a good reason to like mutiny against a pirate what if we could actually mutiny against the captain of a ship what if we were to assign roles to each person on the crew and you have different rules of what you can do as that role like if you're the captain you legitimately are the only one that could actually navigate the ship or if you are the cannon person, you get a different type of uh, skill set as a pirate in Sea of Thieves because you, you're the one for, that goes into cannons. What if you don't like the way the captain's being and you just want to put him in the brig? You know, a lot of these things we can kind of do, but what if we change a little bit of the game in that way? Right. But... I'm doing the stream basically to let you guys know there's a lot of possibilities and see if these of what we can add. There's a lot of people that are saying the game is dying, but I don't feel that's true. So maybe one of the one of I've yet been in the break. <laughs> it's not fun. It's, it's not it's not fun. <laughs> but maybe the route that we can take as far as Sea of Thieves could go more into the realistic side maybe people would be drawn into the game a little bit more um so if you guys have any ideas about mythical creatures um just experiences that you could have under the water of sea of thieves that are a little bit more pertaining ideas of the real life maybe maybe we can bring it to the table do some sort of movement to make it happen so with that being said definitely communicate in the discord I hope that I gave you guys a little bit to think about. It's going to be a very short stream, so I am going to wrap up. But I'm going to let you know, as somebody that's been in the open ocean, Sea of Thieves has nailed certain things, but we can add other things, like what I've mentioned. Or if you guys have ideas, just let me know on the Discord and we'll make it happen. Okay? So... Julian, love you. Kills, love you. Anybody that's here right now, I appreciate you guys for being here. And I'll see you on the next one. I think next week I got all of Nebula streams on Monday and Wednesday. 
and maybe Tuesday, hopefully. So I'll see you guys then. If y'all want me to raid you guys to somebody specific, just let me know, and I'll make it happen. So love, love, love. Y'all are incredible, amazing, spectacular, fantastic people. This has been Julio G. Centron. Y'all have a good one. <laughs> Bye, guys.